It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Builder Study of Panthers Wire. Hitting you guys back up on this Wednesday, the middle of the week. Hump day, as it were, I guess. Uh, is that is that what the cool kids say? Do they, do they say hump day? I, I don't know. I'm not cool, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but in any event, uh, it is the middle of the week, and we are running through OTAs here. We're going to take a brief moment here and just kind of recap or at least go over some of the observations that, that we've seen with with the latest OTAs and kind of get an idea where things stand right now. So we're just going to kind of run through um, some observations from a couple of people. Uh, so we'll start with Bill Voth, his kind of rundown from a couple days ago, actually. And one of the one of the things that kind of stand out is, of course, along the offensive line. Obviously, the battle for the left guard spot continuing and the competition's kind of opening up or at least you know opening up in terms of more people are going to get some more reps and more chances to kind of show themselves because Trey Turner had had actually been on the side with trainers um just kind of Taking care of his knee injury that he that he suffered last season, so he just wants to kind of get that right. You know, you know, being OTAs, you know, don't really need to really push him too much. Let him get that knee in shape. So it allowed for guys like Amini Silatolu and Taylor Moten to both both get reps on the offensive line together. Silatolu actually played some right guard in place of Turner for some reps and Taylor Moten was running at left guard with the ones. And we know, you know, Rivera's come out and said he, he wants to give Moten a shot. It really seems like Moten is going to get a good opportunity to kind of wrestle that left guard spot away. Uh, it, it seems like Silatolu is the favorite, but I would not be surprised if Taylor Moten ultimately earns the starting spot and you know I, I sound like a, a broken record at this point but you know let, let's see what Moten has you know I, I want to see I want to see what he, he's got you know you invested a second round pick in him he's he's obviously long or he's obviously young uh, he's got some power let's see what he's got you know and 
as we get into training camp and preseason, we'll certainly see a lot more of him. So really excited to see what he does there. Uh, Voth also mentioned that Blaine Classell worked as the kind of extra tackle in the jumbo package since Moten and Silatola were both filling in, uh, were both playing with the ones. Moten was effectively that spot last year. Um, you know, a couple other couple other notes he, he just had like a, a bunch of practice notes as well you know especially talking about the young guys you know again we let i want to talk about a couple of the young guys too you know uh in fact i just wrote a, a small piece over panthers wire about dante jackson and the fact that he um he's starting to find a little bit of a role outside he had gotten some some more uh some good looks at outside corner uh, with the ones. And in fact, you know, we switch over to the Charlotte Observer kind of scrolling through their observations. Because remember, keep in mind, these guys are certainly more on tap with the, with the on-field stuff than I am. You know, I don't have the opportunity right now to see them at OTA, so kind of relying and relaying some of their observations. But, you know, the Charlotte Observer also talked about the secondary as well, so we'll, we'll touch on that, you know. In terms of the secondary, you know, they also mentioned, they talked about how Kevon Seymour, the cornerback they acquired from the Bills last season through trade, actually got some first-team reps himself, across from James Bradbury. So, you know, kind of mixing it up. But, um, you know, still still good to see Dante Jackson getting some first-team reps this early. And I I, I would project he's he's probably going to get the space. If I had to guess, I would say Jackson's going to get a shot. You know, again, you, you invested a second-round pick in him. He's, he's got a lot of speed. You know, we, we know he was tied for the fastest player at the scouting combine. And he, he had a productive season or productive career, I should say, at LSU. Um, but interesting that, you know, Seymour got some first team reps and then Mike Adams and Norris Searcy were the first team safeties. They also talked about how Colin Jones and Rashawn Galden, the third round rookie, were the second team safeties and Dante Jackson came in as well. Uh, I also talked about how Colin Jones played the big nickel, which is effectively a third safety. You know, that that's kind of a, a package you've seen the Patriots run a number of times, you know, instead of a third cornerback coming onto the field, big nickel is a third safety. Um, they also said that Jones was playing safety while Captain Munnerlin was on the field, and Munnerlin has gotten time throughout these OTAs as the top nickel cornerback. So really interesting to see how that's going to play out, and you know it definitely gives them some some ability to play around and kind of mix and match coverages, things like that. So 
you know, really, really going to be interesting how how the secondary rotation kind of works out here. Um, talk about how Chris Manhurts. Another note here: Chris Manhurts took first team reps as the number two tight end. You know, Manhurts, of course, was the number three last year. Um, in a sense, became number two when Ed Dixon wasn't re-signed. Obviously, you have rookie Ian Thomas in the mix, and I expect he's gonna he's gonna get some looks at tight end throughout practice. But you know, for the time being, right now, it looks like it's gonna be Chris Manhurts. But certainly, there is room for all three. All three, excuse me, to get involved. Um, we also saw a 60-yard field goal hit this week at OTAs, but of course it was not Graham Gano. Uh, he was not a practice. It was actually Michael Pilardi, the punter, who kicked a 60-yard field goal. And Ron Rivera did mention that Pilardi is the emergency option at kicker. Behind Graham Gano. So, you know, pretty pretty neat stuff there. I mean, you know, obviously OTAs, you're not really rushing the kicker or anything. But, you know, still, the fact that he's able to boot 60-yard field goals is, uh, is quite nice. And then, you know, they also noted about the return game as well um, in terms of who's been taking reps at return. You have Christian McCaffrey, you have Kenyon Barner, you have Curtis Samuel, Demir Bird, and rookie first-round pick DJ Moore. Uh, Dante Jackson also got some reps of returner last week as well. So again, it just kind of goes to um, it goes back to the fact that he's kind of finding his role and kind of showing his versatility on the field. So it'll be really interest really interesting, you know, of course OTAs coming to a close soon. So just be a matter of you know kind of your final you know still kind of installing some things and then you have of course the long wait until training camp starts in late July. So you know not not too much left in terms of actual football stuff you know we'll be back to the dead period very soon but it also means we're getting closer i mean we're basically about three months away from the start of the regular season in early september so that's always you know a good feeling hey guys it's joe marino being around sports media and a fan of the buffalo bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. But that's really kind of your, you know, just some some notes that kind of stood out to me in terms of uh, OTA observations, or at least what those that are actually on the field were seeing and kind of shared, um, what's kind of stood out to me from this past week. And again, once we get into training camp, we'll get more of a look and hopefully kind of a a better shot, better, you know, certainly a better glimpse of what this team could look like. And, you know, again, I think the two, the two position battles to really look forward to are certainly the, the interior offensive line and then the secondary. I think we also certainly have to look at, um, linebacker because of course the four game suspension to Thomas Davis. So how are the Panthers going to fill that gap until Thomas Davis returns um, after four games? You know, maybe Shaq Thompson kind of sees a bigger role. Maybe, um, maybe you see more Rashawn Golden. Yeah, I, th- I think that's something worth watching as well, and maybe something, maybe something the team practices a little bit in preparation for Week One. Uh, you know, maybe not right away in training camp, probably as you get closer to the start of the regular season, but still something I think to uh, to kind of keep an eye on. But again, you know, so that's really that's really kind of the the recap of OTAs. I just want to run through quick to through some some of the latest blurbs they have here on Roto World because you know, that's another you know if you guys haven't really used Roto World, it's another good way to kind of get your aggregated news. So a good way to kind of catch up on things, you know. And but real quick too, you know, I started doing division previews. You know, talk about the different divisions. We'll we'll get back to them in a little bit too, and I'll try to keep it a little shorter than I did. You know, I do apologize for rambling on so long with the NFC East going over 50 minutes. So, you know, if you made it through that, I really do appreciate it. Uh, but a couple of notes here. Uh, so Ron Rivera talked about Christian McCaffrey, and basically talked about how he can handle a big workload you know of course the talk was how McCaffrey didn't seem to get many carries last year and could he actually handle handle a a ton of carries well Rivera did say quote everybody forgets when he was in college he ran between the tackles more than anybody and he touched the ball more than anybody so I don't see why not unquote which is true you know obviously McCaffrey handled a lot of the workload at Stanford 
So, and of course, you know, uh, Jonathan Stewart's gone, but they did add C.J. Anderson. But you have to imagine McCaffrey is should get a, a good bit of the work. So, but again, C.J. Anderson, you know, he's had some good seasons in the past. So it'd be really interesting to watch him in the mix. Uh, Charlotte Observer reporting that Ryan Khalil looks healthier than he has in a while in OTAs. That's obviously very good news. You know, he obviously missed a lot of time in 2017 with that neck injury and has already said that this will be his final season. You know, he will retire at the end of at the end of this season. But the fact that they're, they're saying he looks healthier is definitely a good sign, you know, to really help really helps solidify the inside of that offensive line. You know, not not that Tyler Larson did a bad job last year, but a healthy Ryan Khalil just helps that much more uh, for the running game and, of course, protecting Cam Newton. Uh, and Curtis Samuel saw some work, you know, and this is about a week ago, but still, you know, Curtis Samuel, as we talked about before, seems like he's getting more work in. You know, as he recovers from his ankle injury, so hopefully, and like you said, like we said earlier, he has been getting some reps at return as a returner. So definitely good to see him back in the mix. You know, you do have a lot of receivers battling for spots, and Samuel's right there with them. But if he can carve out a role on special teams as a returner, then you know, he certainly will have a good chance to stick. You know, it, it's always it's pretty interesting though too that we're kind of talk, sitting here talking about the him almost being on the bubble already after he was he's just one year removed from being the 40th overall pick in the draft. But you know, when you lose a lot of your rookie season to injury. And, of course, now you have a, a new offense to learn. It can be tough. So I think he's definitely he's definitely got a little bit of a target on him. I think he's – or a little bit of a spotlight on him. I think he he definitely needs to, to showcase himself a little bit this offseason. And, you know, hopefully he does. You know, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for him. If, you know, when healthy, he can be, you know, a – a pretty versatile player. You know, we know he played running back at Ohio State and has transitioned to re- made the transition to receiver. So, you know, hopefully he can uh, hopefully he can make something of himself here. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So with that, you know, we'll make it nice and short. We'll kind of balance it out here for you guys. The long one on Monday, this one will be nice and short for you guys today. And we'll pick it up next time. We'll talk 
uh, more divisions, look at some more teams, and kind of kill some time here before training camp gets underway at the end of July. Uh, so as always, really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in to the Locked On Panthers podcast. You know, always grateful for being able to come on here and and talk to you guys. It's always a, a great time. So until next time, this is Bill Rossetti. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Remember to check out all the other great podcasts as well for coverage of all your favorite teams and sports. And until next time, I am out of here. We'll see you next time. Take care, my friends. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.